Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I run at Giant Dwarf in Redfern with support from the City of Sydney. This week, academic Eloise Brooke. Before the internet, there was the music. Before there were words to describe being trans, there were songs to help you find them. My childhood was the late 70s, late 80s. Sydney, Brisbane, but come summer, it was the Gold Coast. It was knit bikinis, lurid paisley wallpaper, styrofoam boogie boards, where going out meant paying money to get shat on by a swarm of hysterical, <laughs> juiced-up rainbow lorikeets. <laughs> it was a desert, and as a poor young trans girl, I was dying of thirst. Two things saved me. There was this, the first of two, there was this fantastic Japanese anime cartoon on Saturday mornings called Princess Night about a daring, heroic crown prince whose secret was that she was actually a girl. The villains were always trying to unmask her, coming up with fucked up shit like squirting liquid at her that on contact would turn blue if she was a boy or purple if she was a girl. <laughs> Because if anyone officially found out she was a girl, it was going to spell disaster for the kingdom. Looking at my family, I understood this instinctively. But there was the music, mostly in cars, mostly on the radio, but everywhere, like lots of amazing music. But every now and then, there was a song that cut through. It got into my young trans girl head and made its way to my heart. It spoke to me of something deeper, something that I needed a car trip or a bike ride, or blue sky and a patch of lawn to make sense of. A problem I had to solve. A hint that there were other ways to put the world together. Vital ways that were important for me to understand. Of course, there were those songs too, like Lola or Led Zeppelin's Royale Orleans. Songs about a man who gets drunk and hooks up with a trans girl or nearly hooks up with her. The Beatles are worth mentioning. Get Back sucks for me. The lyrics, sweet Loretta Modern, thought she was a woman, but she's just another man. Fuck you, Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, and while we're at it, let's talk about your song Jet. Jet with the wind in your hair of a thousand laces climb on the back and we'll go for a ride in the sky. 
Don't try to tell me this is a song about some pony or a fucking Labrador puppy that you had to give away. I've had hours to listen to this song, and I'm going to call it. Jet is about that time you had sex with David Bowie. And a song about having sex with David Bowie, as we all know, is worth more than all the Wings back catalogue combined. <laughs> then there's Obladi Obladar. The story goes, the band finished, the Beatles, the band, finished a perfect take when Paul said, sorry lads, I'm not going to do a liver puddle <laughs> it'll be Irish. Um, sorry lads, we're going to have to do it again. Now, nobody knew what he was talking about, but when they listened back again, they got to the end and they heard these lyrics. Happy ever after in the marketplace, Molly lets the children lend a hand. Desmond stays at home and does his pretty face, and in the evening, she's a singer with the band. They listened to it and they kept it. One glorious mistake. The Beatles did that and a girl like me heard it, zeroed in on it, like it was a blazing light in the darkness. The Beatles, inadvertently and casually, had left a space in the ether for anyone listening to hear that Desmond was pretty, that she went out in the evening and she sang, and what she sang about only me and my sisters would ever know or care to know because we were the only ones listening like our lives depended on it. David Bowie, and I love David Bowie, was a disappointment to my trans girl's heart. I spent years trying to work out David Bowie and how his songs fit into my constellation of music. All the young dudes, oh you pretty thing, lady stardust, boys keep swinging. These songs are about sexual rather than gender transgression. He sings about a trans sex worker in Queen Bitch, but it is in a rage over having to compete with her for a boy. There's an exception, uh, one of his songs, and I'll come back to it. There was Boy George, there was Marilyn, who, like David Bowie, bent gender majestically, but sadly left me nothing to add to my list of songs. In 1987, Aerosmith released Dude, Just Like a Lady. Mostly, it made no sense. <laughs> There's a woman in a bar. She has her picture hanging in the bar as well. The singer is clearly turned on by her. Things are going all right, but then someone asks an inappropriate question of her. What? exactly is not clear, but it's enough for her to pull a gun and start shooting at the singer. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't a deal breaker for him. <laughs> because later, they're having sex. In the bar, not sure, but I've listened to enough 80s glam rock to say, yeah, probably. <laughs> he gets a bit creepy, and fixated on what's between her legs at one point. He seems to ask her for anal at another. That's ambiguous. But then, even though he has been having sex with her for some time, he seems relieved that she has a woman's body after all, and so they end up having sex together all night long. Still in the bar. 
probably. <laughs> but then it's the next morning, and it seems the singer is bragging to someone his friends, the bartender, someone in the queue at the toilet, don't know, that the woman he just had sex with all night in a bar is actually a, in inverted commas, dude. A dude who in fact is just like a lady. Now, this song is many things, but really, it's not actually that confusing. What is confusing, or what was confusing for me, was that Dude Just Like a Lady is sung by Steve Tyler of Aerosmith, who, <laughs> Circe 1987, is without a doubt a dude who looks like a lady. <laughs> now, it gets better. According to Nikki Six, the basis of Motley Crue, a man who at the same time most definitely qualified for the dude who looked like a lady category. <laughs> the song, Dude Just Like a Lady, was written by Steve Tyler about Vince Neil, the singer of Motley Crue, who, no prizes, looks so much like a dude just like a lady that he could have easily subbed for any member of the band Poison, the premier dude just like a lady band of the 80s. So, all these Dionysian rock gods having or not having sex with a woman who may or may not have a gun or maybe having sex with each other, it just kind of like, I, I was lost. <laughs> now picture this. I'm driving in a car, I'm 11 or maybe 12, and then this song comes on. The song that is the whole point of this story. The song that was a lifeboat hidden in a popular song and pushed out into a dangerous sea for a girl like me. I remember where I was when I first really heard this song. I remember because every time and I hear this song, like every time after my 11 or 12-year-old self heard it, I am there. I'm being driven on a Gold Coast road, Coolangatta, Tweed Heads, there is a rickety old bridge that now no longer exists. I hear this song and I am understanding for the first time. I am understanding the song in a way that links all the other songs that I have collected in my mind. The good songs, Obla Di Obla Da or Bowie's Rebel Rebel, Van Morrison's Madame George, which yes, probably wasn't about a trans girl, but I was 11 or 12 at the time and there was slim pickings. <laughs> Those songs, that have touched my trans girl's heart and given me hope for the possibility of being, of living. An invitation to escape, to travel, to get away from a place that had too many beaches, too much sand, too many fucking lorikeets, <laughs> a place that just didn't understand. Holly came from Miami FLA, hitchhiked her way across the USA. At 11, 12, I still had no words. I still didn't know how to describe what I was, even to myself, though of course I knew, as we all know in our queer hearts, what we are, even if we are terrified of where it might be leading us. Shaved her legs along the way, plucked her eyebrows, and then he was a she. To my younger self, it was a magic transformation. Each time I heard it, I saw it. He became she. 
as simple as that in my mind, a possibility. And then it was like she spoke to me through Lou. She said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. The coloured girls sang, and everything between them and the sax solo was mine, to walk any way that I wanted to. And so I did. Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.